This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish, in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, it's a Friday, 22 September, Year of Our Lord, 2023. Um, the four hours that we're going to be on fire in this hour. Also, we got two this afternoon. Um, at 6 o'clock, I'm going to be breaking down uh, other things that are happening politically here. Also, um, aspects of energy in this climate change. John Kerry, what's happening at the UN, this global governance, all of it. And we're going to bring some um, fascinating people onto the show from Europe to go through the populist uprising there. And, of course, right now, I think it's the Financial Times of London is calling populism and the rise of populism worldwide to be the greatest threat, <laughs> wait for it, the greatest threat to climate change. We'll, I'll break that article down, too. Not kidding you, folks. I told you they're coming for you. You're, you're the great evil. The, all the problems of the world. It's interesting they come to you for the solutions. They come to you to 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 work your fingers to the bone, to be the the foundational element of the greatest industrial society in mankind's history. Uh, they come to you for all the taxes. They take your pension funds and want to spend that everywhere throughout the world instead of here. Don't believe me? Uh, was it uh, Bill? Uh, uh, um, was it Ackman? Think. All of them had a big had a big soiree, a private meeting with Zelensky where he's talking about the hundreds of billions, trillions of dollars going to need to build, rebuild Ukraine. Right. All your pension fund money. Now, they, you know, for the years they went to China and took all the factories over there, took your high paying jobs over there, took your sons and daughters, high paying jobs over there. Now they're going to reward you for all your hard work. So now they're going to start shifting over to Ukraine. And as Posobiec had this special on yesterday, we're going to play it again up on our um, getter channel as soon as I work with Grace and Mo about timing. Um, you'll see that uh, the Ukraine is kind of the dark basement of the globalists. There's a lot of very evil things going on over there. Uh, and a lot of evil people like the Hunter Bidens and the trafficking, all that. It's, it's just, there's something not right with this Ukraine situation. And we're going to make sure we get to the bottom of it. Um, and one way is to make sure that we have a real impeachment, a real impeachment that gets to the basics of the bribery and gets based to the, uh, to the, uh, to the treason. A lot's happening. And I would really, uh, uh recommend, that um, I really recommend that you guys stay up with Grace's uh, uh, tweets during the day. What I'm putting up on um, what I'm putting up on um, on uh, Getter right now. For I think it's over from the um, Jordan. Uh, no, this is from um, Jake Sherman. McCarthy just announced that he's going to remove the three hundred million dollars of the training of the Ukrainians from the defense bill. He's going to have a separate vote on that. He said, I can win a separate vote, but we'll take it out so we can pass the thing. But this is what they were trying to hide. This is the reason that you couldn't even get the defense bill to the floor. The Ukraine money's got to come out. And we're going to take names of every all these Republicans that are voting to send more money to Ukraine. 
right now, full stop. Force these guys to the negotiating table. Let's get peace over there. No more dead Ukrainians, right? Zelensky came, and it was an epic fail yesterday. You know, Biden didn't have a joint press conference. They're talking about the pomp and ceremony. They hid that guy away. McCarthy, this is how gutless McCarthy is. He walked around with the Ukrainian. Remember, he came last time, and McCarthy's there and, and welcoming, and McCarthy's got the big Ukrainian flag on his thing, and you, know, you couldn't get enough, get the big old head, you know, next to Zelensky all the time getting photos. Met with him privately because too gutless to have a, a public photo. Look, dude, you're pushing the Ukraine thing. Man up. This is the problem with him as a leader. He's just a worm. You support Zelensky, and Zelensky says behind closed doors, you say support him. Man up and have a photo with the guy. In fact, where's Mike Rogers and Tim Sheehy? Tim Sheehy, Montana, why don't you fly in? You're, you're, you're Mr. Go, let's send troops to Ukraine. Why don't you fly and have a photo op yesterday? Mike Rogers, why don't you have a photo op? If you're going to support a guy, support him. Don't hide behind closed doors. Support him. Because we're going to out you anyway, so you might as well go and get a photo op. Go get a crummy T-shirt, right? Might as well get a photo op. Why that money is why that money's not going down to the southern border. In fact, Oscar Blue Ramirez, I think you're in Tijuana today. Is that correct? Tell me where you are in the yeah. world, because you're 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 in Darien Gap one day. You're you're you got people chasing you the next day. Where are you today, sir? <laughs> yes, sir. Good morning. Yes, we're located in Tijuana, Mexico, uh, and it's this crisis. Uh, you know, it, whatever uh, the American people are getting right now in Eagle Pass, it's just a small, small fraction of what uh, Ben Berkwam and myself, we saw in the Darien Gap, the thousands and the, the thousands that they're arriving. Right now in Tapachula, they have a bottleneck of 3,000 people that they are waiting and they're demanding the authorities so they can move up north. But the most aggravated thing, uh, Steve, that happened this week is that 60 trains, the railroads from Mexico, they closed the operations of 60 trains due to this that you're seeing on screen. Uh, every every good that is getting from the Guatemala border to all to the northern borders, we are not getting it right now. All the international commerce, it is lost. You're talking about millions and millions and millions of pesos that are being stopped. And this is because of the Biden open border policies, the incentivization, the railroads company of Mexico came out with the statement is saying, for the safety and security of people jumping on the back of the trains, we're going to stop operations and we are going to continue until we find a solution for people to not jump on the back of the trains. But in the meantime, 60 trains, Steve, they have been stopped uh, for our people in Mexico for us to receive goods uh, all over our country. So, so give me this again. We've had the beast and the beast is coming up. And now you're saying, do I get this right, that that there's so many folks down there. Remember, you saw it on CNN yesterday. They're very upset that the app that uh, that Biden built for them, for the cartels and for the illegal aliens to get an appointment to basically cross the border so the optics would be better since the app is backed up and ties back. They just think it's their right. They're angry. They're upset that, you know, we're not moving quickly enough to get them into the country illegally. So they're just coming across now, not being stopped. Is this what's happening in Mexico or so many people understand that their time to get across the borders now? Why Biden is still coherent? That this is why they're this is why they're coming through. Well, with the CBP app or without the CBP app, you ask the migrants, even you ask them outside of the Darien Gap and alongside Central and South America, you ask them, how are you going to plan to go in into the United States? And they say, well, the CBP app, 
But if it doesn't work, I will just come in illegally and deliver myself to the authorities. So it doesn't even matter what the Biden administration has created. It's just a complete disaster of incentivization of doing it correctly, doing it incorrectly, doing it legally, doing it illegally. They do not even care. If it long as if they don't get admitted embedded with the process, they will come in into an open border gap and they will enter irregularly to the United States of America and deliver themselves to the authorities as they have been doing, as the Border Patrol has become the Uber of, you know, of this transportation of migrants along the along the border, sir. So it doesn't even matter with CBP app or the don't CBP app. They're just going to come in. Eric Adams says there's a tsunami that's come and hit them and he needs a bailout and the whole education system's collapsing. The healthcare system's collapsing in New York City. Has he seen is he really seen the tsunami? Does he have any understanding, given your firsthand reporting, all the way up from Latin America through Central America, the Darien Gap, and now northern Mexico, the southern border of the United States? Does Eric Adams have any idea of what's about to hit him? Eric Adams does not have any glimpse and idea, and you brought it up on yourself. You were the one that was aiding and abating this massive migration into the great city of New York, and now you see New Yorkers you know, having a catastrophe in an epicenter like every border town alongside the border city. We have been saying this for years. This is going to collapse. And now Eric Adams is going to have a mass, mass migrations of hundreds of thousands. Steve, just by the numbers that we were getting on the Darien Gap, 1,500, 1,500 people coming down, coming down the Darien Gap daily. There's two migrant camps. Every migrant camp, Lajas Blancas and Bajo Chiquito, 5,000 each. At a, at a migrant camp, it steps away from Costa Rica. You're talking about 3,000 people for, per day. You're talking about 20,000 people moving massively. And this is going to get exacerbated by the moment. Eric Adams does not have any clue or idea what is coming in the next incoming days. Um, I want to tell you how little respect they have for you as, as people of discernment and, and thought. In the supplemental, remember the supplemental is dead right now, but hey, folks, take your number two pencil and write down supplemental. It's coming back because these guys never give up. It's never dead. The $24 billion of another, you know, send it over to Ukraine, $24 billion. In there, they had some Maui money, I think $10, $12 billion for Maui, right, uh, which we still don't have any answers for. We, I'd like to give the money when, when, when the government actually told us what happened and where the missing people are. Uh, but there was $4 billion, they said, because they always put border security. You know, it's FEMA for, for Maui, to, to disaster relief. They call it disaster relief for Americans, money for Ukraine. And, of course, there's $4 billion for border security. The entire budget there is to build housing for the illegal aliens down on the southern border and to keep them in different places. It's, it's the more the concierge service. What you have is a concierge service. This is why McCarthy, if you're a true leader, just conve- reconvene the House down in McAllen, Texas. We'll find space for you guys to do it. Just go down to the border and don't leave until you defund the whole thing. Obviously, you fund the, the security of the border and make them enforce it. But all the NGOs, all the pro- programs that give them $2,200 when they come across, the, the 221000 Remember, Todd Benzman had to go to FOIA. His story's in the New York Post today. They was here yesterday. 221000 just in this year. In 2023, not counting 22 or 21, what Biden did to fly them, the illegal aliens in from the from Central America, Mexico, other places directly into the United States of America. And they're too gutless to tell you the airports. 
if this was a good program, you would love, oh, we're sending them to St. Paul, Minneapolis, and Des Moines, Iowa, and Tacoma, Washington, and to New York City, and to Westchester. I'll bet you I'm going to make a wild guess here. I'm just going to make a wild guess. A wild guess. I don't think any of those are flying into the Hamptons, right? I don't think anything. And there's no, was it MacArthur Airport that's out there? In line? I don't think anybody's flying into the Hamptons. I don't think they're flying into and then transport up to Beverly Hills or Bel Air, right? Or the upper. Now, unfortunately, for the west side, for Seinfeld country and the upper east side, the perfume stockade, as Nixon used to call it, the illegal aliens found their way there. Why? You're a sanctuary city. So suck on it. You, you support Adams. Adams is your guy. He's your guy. Just l- deal with it. Don't, and don't come back here with a beggar bowl wanting more money. No. L- citizens in New York, shut your schools down. Cut your health care. Because there's a lot more. There's another 150000 coming. How do I know that? Oscar Blue Ramirez and Ben Burkwam and other heroes, Michael Yan. And Anne have been down there. They've been down. They've been down documenting this. And now Oscar's telling you the, the rail system in Mexico, the, how they get goods and services around. So many people jumping on there because they're all heading north. Why are they head north? Because Donald John Trump is not president of the United States of America. He should be. He won, but it was stolen from him. So the illegitimate regime. And why are they doing this? You think they have humanitarian? Are they humanitarians? Is that why they're doing this? Because humanitarians? No. They think they're getting a whole new group of voters in here. They're just going to continue to vote them into power. That's our Hulk of this so quick. The Venezuelans, almost a million Venezuelans, are going to make them um, automatically let them get jobs. For, for you at the lower rung of society, for, for you that are just trying to either start out or just barely hanging on and working like crazy, what you need right now is competition for those for those great jobs, right? In that, because remember, the mindset of the of the elites in the Uniparty is the problem with inflation is the poor making too much. Remember, here's the the problem with inflation: the poor are making too much. The wages are too high for the working poor. That's the problem. Oh, by the way, the problem with deficits. Listen to Christie and 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 Judas Pence and everybody's paid for by the Cokes. The problem with the deficits. The problem with deficits is that little Social Security check you get every month. That's the problem. You work your entire life and get that, and that's your, that's the problem. That's that's the problem. It's not the corporations, not the banks, it's not the biopharmaceutical complex, and none of that. It's not these billionaires that jam the woke down your throat, yet skip out on the taxes. That's not the problem. Problem's you. What we need to do is we need more, because you won't work hard, we need more illegal alien labor here, right, that are, are grateful, not you, you're mouthy, right? That's what we need. Think about it. Every solution they come up with is to put more burden on you, like you don't have enough already. Just think about that. Think about it. Chew it over. Short commercial break. Oscar Blue Ramirez. Think we're trying to get Eli Crane, trying to track him down. All next in the war room. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. They have all life for too long. Do you get the feeling that the unthinkable is going to happen soon? Well, I do. But between the distractions and smoke screens in the media. We probably won't see it coming. That's why it's smart to invest in emergency food right away. As they say, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's leader in high-quality emergency food. Let me repeat that. My Patriot Supply is the nation's leader in high-quality emergency food. Head to MyPatriotSupply.com and prepare today 
with emergency food that will stay fresh for up to 25 years. Enjoy a wide variety of delicious food kits offering over 2,000 calories every day for optimum strength under stress. And don't forget about water filtration and purification products. These are perfect for your bug out bag, survival supply, or your camping pack. One thing is for sure in this world. We all need to stock up before panic sets in. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship the same day. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. It's time to prepare for what is coming. So prepare with the best. MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. Okay, I want to thank uh, Grace and the team for um, for. Uh, I'm gonna tell my team right now. Can you read? Eli Crane is uh, my to my crack producing team here. Wants to know either by phone or by Skype. So if my crack producing team can get on that, because I can't, I can no longer communicate since I'm doing this live. Uh, a lot of stuff is happening. A lot of stuff is happening. Um, a lot of games being played. Number one, uh, McCarthy says he's going to try to get another stop. Get CR coming back next week, baby. Going to bring one back. They're only going to be able to get through four of the appropriations bills. See, he should have started this. He got caught in his own game. This should have been done months ago, as everybody knows. He's always playing games. He's only going to be able to get through four before the 30th. So he's saying, I need a stop-get measure. Well, hey, you know what? Tough break for a swell guy. Maybe we go through the 30th and just keep grinding. You should have thought about this earlier. As my mother would say, you should have thought about this. Don't sit here and be whining now. That's what McCarthy is, a whiner. He's whining. No whining in the war room, brother. You got us here. You're game playing. Maybe you should have gone. Maybe it should have only been four weeks of vacation, not six. Those other two weeks, or maybe keep the appropriations teams here at the entire time. He's going to strip out the $300 million out of Ukraine to try to get the defense bill. Everything now is going to be game playing because they got jammed up. So you're going to see, they're going to think over the weekend. Look, these people are evil. They're cunning. Uh, they have lots of money and contacts and the media and all that. So you're going to see it coming every other way. Just very simple. You promise an appropriations process. We're going to get down to cuts. Let's get down to cuts. Let's de-woke it, de-weaponize it, defund it, defang it. Let's do all that on, across the board on all these uh, uh, insane things that taxpayers are paying for. They're tired of paying for it, and they're going to get it out. And we're going to have some massive cuts programmatically, not just across, programmatically. Just get rid of it. And if it takes, it takes however long it's going to take. And no, we don't need a stop-get measure. If the government can't fund itself, if Biden's regime can't fund itself at, you know, one thirty seconds after midnight or 30th, well, guess what? Tough break. The country's not, the, 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 the sun's going to come up the next day. The earth is still turned. We can do this. We can handle this. We're big boys and girls. We can do this. Don't, oh, my God, government shutdown, government shutdown, government shutdown. Don't play the CNN. This happened in 13, and we picked up, we, we had overwhelming victories in 14. If you know how to sit there and boom, tell people straight, treat them like adults, tell the country, McCarthy, we're about to go over the fiscal and financial cliff. It's game over. The law of large numbers not going to be able to turn this around. Why don't you have an adult, once, once in your life, man up and have an adult conversation with somebody instead of worming around? Why didn't you come out and have a photo op with Zelensky? Zelensky said behind closed doors, he said support him. Step up here and have a photo. Support the man. We don't support. In fact, we want something different. We want to know where our money went because it didn't go to the all to the battlefield 
in Ukraine. Trust me on that one. I want to know Zelensky, how much he stole. I want to know the people around it. We know the Defense Department over there stole like crazy. He fired the defense ministers and the six top guys. They fired all the people that did the recruiting. It's one of the most corrupt nations on earth. I don't say that. The people that monitor corrupt nations. I think it's the third most corrupt nation on the face of the earth. Now think about that for a second. Think about some of these nations you've got, and they're the third most corrupt. They, they've professionalized. They're like the Mozarts of corruption. Kickbacks. Uh, hello. Wait till you get into. Wait till you get into the uh, into the um, into the impeachment of Biden and his crime family, and then compare that to what Trump was trying to do with these guys. Hey, can you take care of some corruption? We're going to send you some money. Can you make sure that, that you've checked out this corruption? Oh, they impeached him over that. It's all going to come out if you're tough and focused. But where the subpoena is going to happen next week, McCarthy? Well, you've had nine months to do that. You're worthless and weak. It's time to move on. We can play more games with McCarthy. We can play more games and let it run around. We can do all that. You can do it. Oscar, how do people get to you? Your reporting has been amazing. I just want to make sure people understand something. Right before Oscar leaves us, it's not that the 220,000 they're flying into the country. It's the means coming across the border. They are purposely not keeping track of it. The biggest event that's happened in the last couple of weeks is the inspector general's report that said they're not keeping track of any of the means that come in here. That's all performative. It's all phony. If you look down, they checked it. They're just putting down, you know, one, two, three Main Street, anywhere in the USA. Why? Because President Trump finally got the language precise and correct. We're not sending home the criminals. We're not going to send home the mentally ill or whatever. We're sending home everybody. He said it's going to be the largest domestic deportation program in the history of the nation why they all game the system you know biden and these guys thinking they're being cute game the system to let an invasion happen to the united states of america and laughing at us oh we're not even tracking them so good luck with that well look we'll move heaven and earth but it's going to happen we're not going to allow our country to be invaded uh oscar how do people get to you the great reporting you and burkram are doing Thank you so much, sir. Uh, and before and before I, I, I say my social media, I just wanted to add something real quick, sir. Uh, the cartel it is actually uh, having a, a war on the other side of the state of Arizona and Sonora. They are fighting for territory, and this is because of this uh, mass migration that is happening right now. So I wanted to add that, uh, just in particular, that is urgent to the American people to, uh, to know, sir. Uh, Oscar Blue Ramirez at Getter, sir. Oscar Blue Ramirez at Twitter, and also America's Voice News, sir. Thank you so much. Okay, I'm glad to uh, see that you're safe, at least for the time being, you and Ben. Very dangerous mission down there. Thank you. Thank you for doing this, Oscar, and thank you for the great reporting with Real America's Voice and uh, here on The War. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, sir. So it was an honor. Uh, we, so we have Eli Crane we're trying to track down. Russ Vogt is going to join us. I think, did we get, uh, have we gotten Boris yet? Boris is going to step out. That's okay. I can rant. Um, a couple things, a housekeeping, but quite important. Um, just give me a thumbs up when we got somebody. We're producing on the fly here, live in the war room, right? Uh, my team always loves when I do that. They're, they're always this is their favorite. This is their favorite time of day when I decide I'm going to produce <laughs> and be the host. Trust me, I get a lot of stink eye for that, um, justifiably so. Um, home title lock. Remember the uh, back to capital markets lowest demand for mortgages since the early '90s. 
um, lowest, almost no demand for second mortgages. And it makes sense. The second mortgages you take out when you need some extra cash or to do some improvement in the house, right, traditionally, to try to make it a capital. You try to make the house better, worth more, but it's all bar against it and put it in. The rates are so high that's going to zero. So, th- But there's $6 trillion. This is a CNBC report. $6 trillion of net worth in America's home. And remember, most people, it's 80 to 90% of your net worth is tied up in the home. That, that home is not only your castle. It's, uh, it's your bank, right? That, that's what your, it's your nest egg. Make sure that nobody, the cyber criminals, particularly with artificial intelligence, are getting so sophisticated. So make sure you just go to Home Title Lock and check it out. We do not want you financially impaired when we need you on the ramparts, okay? Also, the team at Jace Medical, remember this all this concept about the Chinese Communist Party, the supply chains, particularly uh, their 100% domination of active pharmaceutical ingredients, and also it's 80% of generics, but when you even look at India and people that produce generics, they're getting the active pharmaceutical ingredients from the Chinese. Chinese Communist Party is very sophisticated. This whole war, and you can tell, like these, the, the, everybody's talking about the flights they're taking over with the fighter planes, over uh that's not that's not um they're not um doing um uh uh you know those are practice runs that's not really just kind of training they're actually doing practice runs you can tell you talk to the guys navy pilots and people are Ford deployed and a lot of folks i talk to every day those are practice runs they're thinking about this so they're going to use every non-kinetic which I keep arguing we got to use more of it, like our economic capabilities, our capital markets, to thwart the Chinese Communist Party. The CCP is going to use every non-kinetic strategic advantage they have over us when the balloon goes up. Now, look, they're already at war with us in non-kinetic, unrestricted warfare. But make sure you go to Jace Medical. Find out what they, what they provide. Make sure you provide. We have Boris. Eli. Let's go to Eli Crane. Eli Crane, uh, you've been one of the heroes here, brother. Uh, defense bill, all of it. Just walk us through where do you think we are right now? Well, Steve, um, as you know, it's been an interesting week up in Washington, D.C. Um, where we're at right now is we're kind of going back to the drawing board, a place we should have been many months ago. Uh, yesterday, after uh, several of us shut down the rule on DOD approaches, um, it actually, you know, I, I think broke things loose a little bit in Washington, D.C. as far as the status quo Uh is concerned. And we actually, some conservatives from the Freedom Caucus and some mods actually got together and started talking about um, trying to do the approach bills as quickly as we can. And I hate that it's taken so long, um, but that that's where we're at right now. But it, it, McCarthy, you know, uh, it was a Bresnahan, a Bresnahan over at, uh, over at uh, one of the sites, I think it's Punchbowl, just reported that He's only going to be able to get through four. I think you've got the military construction already gone, but he's only going to get through the four that you guys are working on, on the appropriations. He's already said, I'm only going to be able to get through four next week. I'm going to need a CR, so I'm going to come back next week. We're going to go through the the same madness again, are we not, Eli? Well, I think that's that's, uh, likely projected, Steve. And, you know, I mean, I think the only way we've gotten here to the point that we're at right now um, is through you know enough of us just being willing to hold the line and and I think that you'll consider continue to see that from some of us we'll continue to hold the line you know I I, ne- I won't tell your audience you know what the outcome is going to be of that but I do know what the outcome will be if we continue to do business as usual in Washington 
um, and will continue to destroy this country uh, for future generations to the point where there there is no return. And and I, I think that that point is you know um, you know right around the corner. You could argue it's already here, and so that's why some of us are willing to do things that are considered uh, you know uh, legislative terrorism up here in Washington D.C. because. You know, my my district, Steve, expects me to do everything I possibly can to change the way this town does Amen. business. Eli, can you hang here for one second? We're taking a short commercial break, pay some bills here. Eli Crane is going to be with us on the other side. I know you got to bounce, but I want to get into absolutely. You guys have been the adults in the room, and your district should be very proud of the fight that you've done. And quite frankly, we're very proud of them of having your back. Remember, this all comes from people having these warriors back as the apparatus wants to spend us into oblivion because they're making more money now on their fees and kickbacks and all that. Short commercial break. Eli Crane, Russ, vote on the other side. When's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Why? Because most victims of home title theft don't know they're a victim until it's too late. Like this homeowner. Check this out. She was getting ready for a home remodel when everything got shut down. She discovered her property wasn't in her name anymore. She was a victim of a devastating crime called home title theft. A criminal had forged the deed to her home and took over as the new owner. Now she's fighting back to get her home back. This is why I say if you own a home or a property, get home title lock. Your home property inequity are the most valuable assets you have. By the way, there's reported 80 to 90% of your net worth of average Americans net worth is in their home and home title lock helps you protect them. Home title lock puts a 24 seven shield around your home's title. Let me repeat a 24 hour, seven day a week, 365 day shield around your home's title. The instant they detect activity or tampering, they help shut it down fast. First things first, you need to verify you aren't already a victim of home title theft. Find out for free with a sign-up when you use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Bannon. And when you sign up, your first 30 days of protection are free. Do this today at HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Bannon. Protect yourself. Do it today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Uh, by the way, the engine room's telling me that a solution here is just say no, no, no across the board to what the rhinos are trying to jam you on. And to support that, Matt Gates, the effective speaker of the House, has just uh, sent me a tweet he just put out, and I want to read it. Quote: No more omnibus. No more continuing resolutions. Single subject spending bills are require require difficult, thoughtful legislating. They may not pass at first, but they're the only way to break the fever. Break the fever. So Eli Crane and I got Boris and Russ vote on deck. Eli, a congressman, um, in a lot. Understand, we should have done it months ago, but let's just forget that. Going forward, for what you guys got in a room yesterday, you did not go home. You were here to say, let's get a solution. To get these 11 appropriations bills done with enough work and reflection and back and forth and all that, is is that process th – there's no chance we can get that done thoughtfully by midnight on the 30th, correct, sir? 
No, Steve, I don't believe there is. And so if you had to, you know, you're in the middle of this, how long do you think to do that process and get these appropriations bills through regular order, like we said, how long do you think that would take from today going forward? How long? Uh, it sounds to me from the conversations that I've been a part of, you know, at least a couple weeks, two to, you know, two, two and a half, three weeks. But one thing I can tell you, Steve, and I talked about maybe the log jam slightly bursting. I caught a call from one of my colleagues, uh, uh, early this morning, uh, who, who is a moderate, uh, member. And, uh, you know, he was, he was sitting there talking to me about, you know, there, there, there is a level of excitement and even the moderates that were working on appropriations bills. Um, now that being said, he did tell me, you know, some of the issues that his constituents have back home, um, they're scared to death of a government shutdown. And so I do I do see the possibility for more adversity, you know, as we go through this process. But one of the things I told him, Steve, I said, hey, yeah. even if we're not successful in this, um, the fact that we're even working on this, in my opinion, um, is progress. And even if, you know, it, regardless of what happens, and I told him, regardless of what happens in this Congress, I think us building the muscle memory that this is what we're supposed to be doing. This is what the Amer- American people Amen. expect us to do. And this is the best way for us to cut spending and to cut the woke and weaponized, you know, out of out of the laws that govern people's lives, I think is I think it's huge. And uh, we'll see where we get there. And I would also tell your colleague, it's an opportunity to be seized. Your constituents shouldn't be scared if you're doing your job and walk them through that. It's not the end of the world. What's the end of the world if we don't get control of the spending? That's what they should be scared of, not a quote unquote, this government shutdown, the hair on fire of CNN, MSNBC and Fox News is all childish. And that's why there's hearers like you to say, hey, this is an opportunity to be seized. This is really saying we've got to make these cuts. We cannot continue to spend this much money on these woke and weaponized that destroying the country. And we need to look no further than New York City, Midtown Manhattan and the southern border of the United States of America. Eli, how do people follow you become a real hero to this audience? And your constituents out there that have your back are just the, some of the greatest patriots in this country. How do people follow you over these tumultuous next couple of weeks? Yeah, thanks, Steve. Uh, it's Rep. Eli Crane. But the one thing I want to say to the War Room audience is you guys are so instrumental in this. Steve is right. You know, you guys, this all hinges on you. You can get on the phone, get on the emails and, and hit these moderates up and let them know that, hey, if this thing goes into a shutdown, we'll have your back as long as you're working on the appropriations process. I, I think that's the best way uh, for us to actually see success in, in the next couple of weeks. Eli, couldn't have said it better. Absolutely magnificent. The number is 202-225-3121. Take up Congressman Crane and make a call right now. Let folks hear your voice. Congressman, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here as always. Boris, in the middle of this fight, uh, the President Trump's numbers continue to increase. Uh, the Keebler elves are more irrelevant than ever. President Trump's going to go up to Detroit to actually speak, give a major economic speech and, and speak to the uh, United Auto Workers. Uh, and President Trump has gotten in the middle of this now saying, hey, if we don't de-woke and de-weaponize this, what are we doing? Why are we wasting our time? Uh, Boris Epstein. Steve, honored to be with you, honored to be with the posse, and honor to follow warrior like Eli Crane, and I'm so proud that our movement has now put strength in the, and, and determination of the likes of Eli Crane in Congress. 
You know, that's something that was not there before. Right? If you look before President Trump's election in 2016, we didn't really have warriors who were willing to go to the mattresses and would do what it, what it took for their principles. And I think Eli Crane is a great representation of that. Steve, here's the bottom line. We need to affect change in this country. And President Trump put out, you know, put out a statement on this. There's, what is the point of having a majority? What is the point of, uh, you know, winning these elections if we're not going to have the, the required results? And it, and it seems like through, yes, a messy process, but we're getting there. No, it's absolutely. I think President Trump talking about getting de-woke, de-weaponized uh, couldn't have been better. By the way, he gave a great interview to Raheem we played earlier about the globalist, uh, Murdoch and the globalist. Right now, right now, this is a brilliant move that you guys have come up with. Pre- President Trump is not going to pander to the Keebler elves and to Fox. He's going to go to Detroit. Talk to me about this economic speech he will make next week. Well, President Trump is going just like he did in 2016, Stephen. And you remember this. There was a vital speech to the New York Economic Club, and he obviously did it throughout his time in the White House in 2020. And President Trump is, again, going to continue laying out the successes they see cheap for the American people and what he's going to do once he's back in the Oval Office on energy, vitally, because that's where, that's where every, all our problems stem from, inflation, uh, uh, jobs, et cetera, on energy, on the overall economy, on inflation, on interest rates, on the, on the border, because the border has a huge impact on our economy. You'll see President Trump there, and, and you're right, Steve. Right now, this race is all about ensuring that the Republican Party fully coalesces behind its undoubted leader, irrefutable leader, President Donald J. Trump. If you look at the numbers, they're blow-away numbers. And if you're the Keebler Elves, if you're the pretenders, what are you playing these games for? Come together, do the right thing, and let's go beat the Democrats. Look at the disaster they've driven our country into. We need to coalesce. We need to come together. We need to have togetherness like the Democrats do. Because they're able to circle the wagons, it is high time for the Republicans to do the same, to fully say to the world, to the Democrats, and to all our opposition, we're with President Trump. President President Trump's doing Trump versus Newsom. We know that. He's already focused on the general. Boris, uh, how do people get to you, get all your updates, your morning newsletter, and uh, Instagram? Thank you so much. Again, it's an honor to be with you, honor to be with the show. Always signal that noise by information. Hot. Hot on the website, BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on Twitter social at Boris. Hottest on the gram, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless. And Shabbat Shalom. Thank you very much. I want to bring in now Russ Vote. Russ, let me just read you a tweet that, that Matt Gates put up and just explain to us where we are. Quote, no more omnibus, no more continued resolution. Single subject spending bills require difficult, uh, thoughtful legislating. They may not pass it first, but they are the only way to get to break the fever. Where's the cartel right now, uh, Russ? Where, how do we stand with the cartel? What's the way forward, brother? Yeah, the cartel is losing their mind right now. I just got off the phone with one <laughs> congressman as the uh, as they're trying to figure out a way forward to cut more spending based on what Gates and others have secured, and it's substantial. Uh, and thankfully, we have plans out there to show them the way on how to do that. Uh, but what you saw over this, the last several days was just complete desire to roll conservatives on the floor, putting up these rel- these procedural votes uh, one after another and then going down. And now the conference is, is, I think, moving. You have the cartel, but even moderates are starting to be excited about the fact that um, 
you know, they might be able to do some regular order on the floor. And that is they're working with conservatives. So the rank and file, right? The, the issue about the cartel is it's taking a power and process away from the rank and file. Now the rank and file get a chance to say, let's move these bills. Let's cut spending. Let's pass some amendments. And that's a really, really healthy process. And obviously it takes power away from the back doors and the, and, and the rooms off of the floor. And cartels hate that. And that's what we're seeing. And it's, it, it's an awesome uh, thing to behold. Understand that you are one of the intellectual architects of this. So we, we wasted all this time, but we're doing it now. Th- these guys didn't leave yesterday. Gates got them in a room, moderates, uh, Tom Emmer's the whip, Eli, you know, the, the hard right. And they worked through a process. McCarthy just came out and said, hey, I see us getting four appropriations bill done by next week. And I'm going to need, a, you know, I'm going to need a, a continued resolution. I'm going to need a stopgap measure, what he calls it. He doesn't call it CR anymore, stopgap measure. What should we be looking for? Understanding Eli told us it's a minimum of two or three weeks to do this properly. That's clearly going to blow through the 30th. How do we fight off a CR? A government shutdown, they make it the biggest deal. It's not the end of the world. We should not mm-hmm. bend it all on a CR because then we started, we've given the heroin addict a taste of heroin again. Have we not, Russ? I don't think anyone should be afraid of a government shutdown. I managed it for President Trump. We made it as painless and possible, consistent with the law. And it's actually what's necessary to pass these bills individually is because how else are you going to get moderates to vote for spending cuts if they are not up against the fact that they need to pass these things to get out of a shutdown themselves? So uh, I think there should be no talk about a stopgap measure at this point. Uh, they need to be focused squarely on moving these bills and doing the best they can. It's going to be, you know, Matt Gates was right. You, on some of the amendments that we would support w- may not pass, but this is they're starting this from a lower level than Kevin McCarthy wanted to be at. That's first and foremost what was secured. Right. And as a result of that, the bills are going to be coming to the floor in a good place. And then you get the amendments and you can have. In Department of Homeland Security, you can deal with the disinformation people over at, at at CISA. You can deal with the fact that you've got weaponization at the FBI. And, and that's how the process is supposed to work. And then, quite frankly, we'll get to see which members don't want to deal with weaponization. We'll get to see the, where the members on the floor of the House put their names behind certain amendments and not put their names behind. So um, next week's going to be... Uh, a, a fun week in the sense that we're now moving forward with a good process that should have happened months ago. Uh, but it's not going to, you know, it's going to be up and down and, and we'll see how it goes and, 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 and move forward. And that's by the way, one. this is, this, but Russ, we've always fought. This is legislating. We know we're right. not going to win them all. I right. think we're going to win a lot of them. And as Russ said, even the ones we don't win, you're going to expose those people that are not really with you. When you talk about the southern border, you talk about all the you know all the de-woke, defanging, defunding, de-weaponization. This is going to be a moment of truth. This is what legislating is, and quite frankly, it is a, sometimes a sloppy process. Democracy is. This is true democracy. This is going to you're going to see legislating next week, and we're not going to win them all. But I got to tell you, you're going to see who's with us and who's against us. Is 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 that true, Russ? Yes, and people have wanted a message. The message that will come out of next week is essentially what we've been talking about here in the war room for months, which is woke and weaponized. 
everything will be tailored from that standpoint. That's the banner of no security, no funding. Another thing you're likely to see is the reality that they're going to go after specific individuals at these departments using a tool called the Holman Rule, which allows you to essentially defund yeah. a particular individual. It's going to be the first time this has been really used in a very long time. I think it'll be very, very uh, paradigm shifting. Only Russ. Russ could say we're going to have a good time next week. It'll be fun. Russ, can you just hang on for a second? I got you yeah. late in here because we had Eli jump in. Just just hang on. You're the architect of this. Um, and remember, this is what adults do. It's not going to be a perfect process. It is what we have. But you're going to see real debate on real issues, on how we pull the nation back from the cliff. You fought for this, and we're gonna. Russ is gonna give us some guidance on what the war impossible. Remember, you're driving the action here, folks. Short break. Russ, vote on the other side. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. For war room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Um, Russ, uh, Gates just said break the fever and break the fever by don't fall for the for the uh, for uh, these uh, extensions, stopgap measures. W- what is your interpretation of his break the fever? Washington, D.C. lacks so much imagination about how the country should be run historically based on the founding, the way that regular is supposed to work. They always gravitate to these stopgap measures, and I think that's what he's getting at. Until you just slay the beast and say, this is not how we're going forward, you're not going to be able to get Washington, D.C. to be able to come to heel. And he made sure that is beginning to happen uh, this week and, and on into the plan that's in, in effect for next week. Ross, what should this audience – I mean, we're at the ramparts right now, and, and the audience is, is ready. They're looking for marching orders. What should this audience be doing over the weekend? Because we know this is going to be a day-by-day fight. What, what is your recommendation that we do? Number one, enthusiasm for the strategy that's in place, moving bills one by one, 
let's move off of where we were last week. Everyone is coming home. All of those that were on other different sides, they're moving forward with the Gates plan, and that's a good thing. There should be enthusiasm there for that. And I think the next thing is to just continue to remind people that the threat of a discharge petition from the moderates, which is to say, are there moderates that would go and, and vote with Democrats to avoid any confrontation whatsoever, is not a real threat. It, it, it hinges on Kevin McCarthy allowing it to happen, which, of course, he would face a vacate. That was something that kept or caused some conservatives to, to move the other way. We heard about it yesterday on War Room. It's not a real threat. Um, and then to continue to follow and encourage these guys because they're doing something that ha they haven't been, they haven't done in, in, in the House of Representatives in a long time. Uh, but this is a, the vital and central aspect of going at the, the administrative deep state. Russ, where do people get you social media, the site over the weekend? At Russ Vote on all of the social media channels and AmericaRenewing.com. Uh, we'll continue to put out information as we follow this. And now we get into... Uh, trying to make this thing work. Uh, you've got you've got the reins, the war room posse has the reins, and now we've got to make sure that this thing can be operationalized and we execute. We will hold the reins, sir. I, I promise you that. Thank you so much. Thank you for the kind you words. 202-225-3121. Always keep that number in front of you. And, and don't hesitate to call your representative, McCarthy leadership, or others. Let them have a piece of your mind. Mike Lindell joins us. Mike, how are we coming? My only focus in business right now is to get to 100% capacity at my pillow for the great workers out there. That's, that's, that, that, that's the focus. When everybody else is trying to destroy workers, destroy unions, destroy companies built by entrepreneurs like yourself, we're having your back. Tell us, tell us what we have to do. Well, thanks. I'm on my way to my factory now. We've had, uh, we actually had just a couple more cancellations, everybody. It just keeps, they just keep attacking. But all of you, we pray for your support. We, my employees, I was going to try and get down there in time to show the whole factory. They, they appreciate it. All you guys out there using that promo code war room at mypillow.com. You guys, we put all these on sale exclusively for War Room, many of the items. And we have our new sheets in as low as $24.99. They're down there making that 2.0. We put that on sale at the War Room, $39.99 for the queen and 50% uh, off for queen size and then the king size. We got the percale sheets. We're leaving the three piece, the six piece towel sets on sale for thirty nine ninety nine. They actually work. There's so many things we put for the war room. If you go down a little further, we have a special square, eighty percent off. We're clearing out this overstock. Sleep bedding, um, um, sleepwear, all these things. All you got to check out all our clothes there at that overstock sale. We're making room in our factory to keep for, for the big uh, 2.0. We both, well, both the pillows and the mattress top, everybody. The best mattress toppers and mattresses in history. They are the best. We build them to actually help your sleep, your REM and Delta sleep. So I can't thank everybody enough to use that promo code War Room. I'll tell you, you, we get down the factory, Steve, they actually talk about your show, my employees and stuff, because they know you guys have supported us more than anyone else. And through all this, the last uh, couple of years has just been the big bell, and it just doesn't end. We need to keep in the fight, and what a better way to support us, support those USA-made uh, employees. 
And um, and then I uh, remember anything that comes through to me, I put it right to fight for this country. And that Steve, we have big wins going on there. I was in five states the last three days, and this after this weekend with County Sunday, I'll be going to four more states, and we have well big news coming out next week. Really big news. Uh, Mike, once again, mypillow.com promo code warroom, and Mike is running the country, uh, running the company. 18 hours a day, and then another 12 hours a day, he's uh, he's fighting for the country. I don't know you're doing. Real quick, because we're out of time. The two other uh, the two other cancellations are because you're fighting for fair elections, correct? People, these woke companies, these people are taking it the wrong way. 100%. One of them, you guys hear about this next. I can't disclose it now, but you're going to be totally surprised. What they did to my pillow this last week and a half – a hundred percent because I'm fighting for this country and somebody up there doesn't want to secure our election platform. Somebody, you know, but you pinpoint, but they sure have ties to a lot of companies. I'll tell you that. And, uh, I mean, the only reason I'm not announcing it right now is because I want to, uh, uh, they could also hurt us in another sector. They could also hurt us in, um, um, another, another part of the, uh, of our company. So, and sorry, they what? just, uh, my phone, I'm driving to my, they're like back now. <laughs> That's We always love seeing your, your smiling facade. Uh, mypillow.com promo code war room right there. You got all the sales. Just go check out our square. Mike, you fight on, tell the folks down there when you get to the factory that the war room always has their back. Love all right. Well, thank you all. And God bless you guys. Please help us out. They get and help yourself out. Remember Christmas is coming. It's Christmas gifts ever, everybody. God bless y'all. God bless you, Mike Lindell and the folks at the, my pillow. It's MyPillow.com, promo code warm. Go check it out right now. Charlie Kirk is on fire. He follows us here on real America's voice. Of course, the great Jack Posobiec. Jack Posobiec did a special yesterday. We're going to replay that over the weekend. In fact, in the 5 and 6 o'clock hour tonight when we're back, I'm going to talk about the programming tonight over the weekend. There's so much going on. We're going to put it up. I'm going to be engaged with this along with Grace and Mo. Make sure you've got to be um, completely up to speed on what this fight's about. Go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. Get all the installments, particularly the new fourth installment about President Nixon taking us off the gold standard or taking us off convertibility to gold. Your head will blow up. The uh, I call it the assassination of American prosperity. Also, talk to the guys at Birch Gold. Why are we working on a digital currency? The BRICS are buying gold at record rates. Just ask that question. Wait for the answer. Kirk, next. We're back 5 to 7, only in the war room. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 7 100,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. 
That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.